Everybody, Joe with the Gym Life Podcast here at Clash on the Coast for our live Clash interviews or live for us anyhow, recorded for you. Nonetheless, this person doesn't need any introduction within our community. Of course, uh, the infamous Brittany Diamond. Thanks, Joe. Hi. Yes, we just literally finished Clash on the Coast, so I just came in. The ladies are all done. Everyone's done. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long weekend, though, hasn't it? Does it feel like that for you when you're standing out there that whole time and it, you're keeping your composure, you know? I feel like there's moments that go really fast and there's moments that go really slow. I'm also I'm on a time change and it's like a regular, yeah. it's like a regular work day for me with client check-ins and stuff. So I just right. try to try to keep try to keep as normal. But it's nice just to be out of the house and see people that I only see online usually. So well, that's true. But you have a pretty busy schedule all the time. So yeah. this is not new to you. No, this is pretty much the everyday work for you, isn't it? Because you yeah. do a lot of commentating and announcing and, and uh, appearances and things of that nature, right? Yes, I just got into that recently, which is cool because it's like, I feel so fortunate, you know, after, I don't want to say I'm retired, but I'm just like taking a break because life has been so busy that training yeah. has kind of taken a back seat. But yeah, I'm always on the go, but I love it. It's nice. It makes life exciting and fun. So, <laughs> did you ever kind of visualize that, Brittany? Like when you were kind of coming up and through this, you know, lifting in general and like your gym life, let's say. And, you know, did you have this vision for yourself? Did you always know that this is kind of what you wanted to get into a little bit? The reporting aspect, right? Yeah, yeah, the representing, right? The, so, I guess there's more of like, I don't know, what do you want to call it? The the influencing side of it, right? Yeah. Is that safe to say? Yeah, that's a good question. It's yeah. so funny because when I was really young, my dream was to be a reporter when I grew up. So I watched the Nightly Business Report growing up, and I wanted to be on the news. So I always practiced. I actually went to school for that. Yeah. And then the athlete side of everything just kind of came over everything. I prioritized that. And I prioritize making money so that I could participate in sports. We all know strength sports. Yeah, don't yeah. Really they don't pay anything. Much. No, they don't. Uh, so, no. yeah. So I did that. I let being an athlete kind of prioritize my life. And then I feel extremely fortunate that somehow it just kind of turned into this. So it's like my childhood dream has evolved. So I feel very, very lucky. And well, it still is pretty surreal. Well, it's certainly not by mistake. I mean, listen, you're calculated. I know this about you just by watching you, right? And you've got that great business mind, too, because you just said it. It was about prioritizing making money to be able to do the things that you want to do, like this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's actually really important to note, too, because a lot of people often ask me, like, how did you make this your job? And it, and it didn't just happen. You know, there was a lot of things I had to do that I didn't want to do. So I used to work in medical sales because I heard you can make a lot of money. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And I, I worked night shift yep. when I was starting my business and when I was competing at the highest level. So luckily, I was only 25. So I didn't really need to sleep as much. I yeah. kind of need to sleep now. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I did that for several years. And, you know, I don't think people realize that it just doesn't happen. Right, right. Yeah, all of a sudden you're, you're on the scene and it's like yeah. you just magically appeared there. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of work behind the scenes like that for a lot of people within the community. And not a lot of them get the other opportunities, of course, because let's just face it. it, it you know, there is a bit of a lightning strike scenario here. I mean, despite the hard work, I would guess, right? Yeah, I feel like I put a lot of time in just like just like being an athlete. You know, I volunteered on the media side of the house, did a lot of stuff for free where I was paying my own way to get there and just going above and beyond trying to make sure that just like you do when you do research people that yeah. you interview, you know, making right. sure I know the athletes, know their updated stats, know who's in charge 
and figure out a way how I'm going to get there, how I might be able to be involved. So, yeah. Very proactive, it sounds like, all yeah, that was. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like being proactive is what you have to do for anything. And yeah. that's how you make the sport grow, too. Like, my number one goal was always to grow strength sports. Yeah. So, however, that could have been. So, it's really nice to kind of be on the other side. Like, one of the questions I asked the ladies that won today, I said, did you ever think that you'd be being interviewed on ESPN and they were like no right? way yeah. even when I was competing I we were lucky if we even got a live stream oh boy isn't that <laughs> the, that's a fact a live stream what's that I yeah. mean seriously yeah, yeah exactly so it's pretty awesome to see how it's evolved and it's going to continue to evolve well it's very evident to me that when you went about doing your business over the years that due diligence was involved because even if the opportunity wasn't providing for you you, you always seem to do it 100% there wasn't ever this Okay, I'm half-assing it because I, I, because I can get away with it because I'm not really getting paid. I'm not, or I'm just going to kind of be here to try to pr promote my brand. It, it doesn't strike me that you ever cut yourself short like that. No, so because I built my business primarily off coaching, showing up to be there for my athletes was just something that I wanted to do because I remember when my coach came to see me yeah. compete, it just meant the world to me. So. I kind of figured out a way, how can I kill two birds with one stone, so to say? Yeah. So I just asked my athletes, I'm like, okay, do you mind if I am also doing social media while I'm doing this or judging? Okay. So I've kind of yeah. done all different hats when it comes to the sport from behind the scenes, in the scenes, competing, helping run the show, judge. I've kind of done all of it and I thoroughly enjoy all sides of it. I definitely miss the competing aspect of it. That's there's hard. no chance for a comeback here? I no, mean, there's a chance. Like, I've been seeing some of your training videos. Yeah. I mean, you're not too far off. Yeah, no, I still, I, you know, it's funny because I feel like part of being an athlete in that competitive side, I'll admit, is driven a little bit by ego. Like, I wanted to win. I wanted sure. these titles, and I'm at sure. the stage now where I just love it. Like, I usually, my right. I call it odd lift du jour, where I just go in the woods and, like, pick up rocks. I don't know how much these things weigh, yeah. but it's, it's just such a big part of me, and I do always want to be able to be ready for any sport. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to go on stage for bodybuilding or compete in a strongman show if... But I like being versatile. You are that person, yeah, for sure, in the way so. you kind of do your – you train, right? You're ready for it all. Um, I think there's a bit of a sisterhood nature to it too, isn't there? I mean, I, I, I get – see, that's where I'm at, right? I had that early career and get injured and all this stuff, and you try yeah. to find – navigate where your place is at because I don't – that's why I do this, right? It's, it's a thankless sort of do it for free, and yeah. I love to do it. But more importantly, to keep a foothold in the sport – but a part of me, that competitive part of me, just enjoys the brotherhood of it so much that at all costs, uh, I'll continue to try to get back into it. Do you miss that side of it? You know, it's funny. I was just having that this conversation this morning with Christy Sinead, who was also doing the commentating this weekend, and she's competed in Strongwoman. And we were saying how hard it is to have best friends all over. And I was like, I know, it's so strange. My best friends in the world. So I live in Las Vegas. I'm yeah. from Boston. Right. My best friend... One lives in South Carolina, one lives in Ohio, and one lives in Australia. But yeah. we all met through the sport. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And it's funny because it's like we still are always able to be in contact. But, you know, we're so closely connected. But then, like you said, like with the brotherhood, it's hard sometimes when and we were talking. We don't know if it's because of our age. Because, you know, when you're 25 and you go to the gym, yeah. you have instant friends and they're going to invite you out and invite you to their house and invite you to, you know, you have the luxury to train for five hours. You don't right. want to get a little bit older. You don't have right. that time. Yeah. So I definitely miss that. But I'm, you know, I can just, I know at any point I can just pick up the phone and call them. I, yeah. I wish it yeah. wasn't a plane ride away. Right. 
you don't have things necessarily that are bringing you together like yeah. there used to be. Now it's kind of more coordinated on a personal level yeah. than sort of an athletic level. Yeah. So it's funny because, you know, normal, I don't want to say normal people, but most people go on vacation with their families yeah. or go on, you know, to like an island or something. But I look at these, it's like, yes, it's work, but I tried to be able to spend quality time with my friends. Like this yeah. morning, Christy and I were doing sand sprints at like 7 a.m. And yesterday we were able to sneak in a quick gym session together. That's awesome. Yeah. So that that's... Well, I, I saw your trip to Australia to visit Red. So I know that's the friend you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I love Red to yeah. death. And I've gotten to know her over the last couple years yeah, as well. she's amazing. That looked like a great trip. It was. Oh, so my goodness. That was actually were my you second. some modeling on that trip too? Or was no, that just for fun? I just wanted to do a photo shoot for fun. Was it? Okay. I yeah. had been there in, right before the pandemic. Yeah. I went overseas to Australia. Yeah. Um, and actually, I'm really good friends with Red, but my best friend is Kia. She was the first lightweight oh, okay. woman uh, oh, pro, okay. to go pro yeah, in Australia. Yeah. She okay. lives on the Gold Coast. And we were nervous with the whole pandemic. She had a baby, mm. and she wanted me to actually be the aunt of the baby and all this stuff, but I wasn't able to obviously go yeah, overseas. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. once the ban was lifted... I was like, you know, I'm just going to book a ticket because I don't know when I'll ever see her again. And well, you spent some time there. I know. Yeah, I was there for three weeks. Your feed was going crazy in Australia yeah, yeah, for a yeah. long time. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. And yeah. then I was able to do a seminar at uh, Panthers Powerlifting. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, great, great. So that's where me and yeah, Red, yeah. Red and I went for a hike. So it's definitely really... It's crazy what the power of the internet and the sport together can do. It's wonderful. Yeah. Certainly for people who know how to or, or want to try to, you know, create a brand, right? You got to know how to do that. And it takes a lot of hard work. It just doesn't happen. It's not a pretty face or a pretty body or first places on a podium. It's a lot more than that. Yeah. Because you can have all those things, right? Be charismatic and, you know, be a great podcaster like myself. Um, I'm kidding. I mean, no, I'm not are. kidding. You're no, I like to say I am. You yeah. do your own horn. <laughs> but, right. We can do that. But the, it's just, it doesn't stop there is what I'm saying. It, there's a lot of effort that's put into a brand. And you've created a brand for yourself. What advice would you have? No, you Thank certainly you. have. It's still very it's, weird here. Well, <laughs> listen, and, and you're humble, and I get that. I appreciate that. But I'll say that. Listen, if, if you say Brittany Diamond, it resonates with a lot of people. It's because you created a brand. And some people know you as a strong woman. Some people know you as a commentator and all these different facets that you have. But it's certainly a brand. Thank you. Yeah, but knowing that, how would you tell people to go about doing that? Right? I always tell people just to start, and you're never going to have it fully figured out. If I'll <laughs> right. be 100% yeah. honest. I, I think that's actually, I can say that with confidence, that I think yeah. I've built my brand off being pretty honest with people. Right. And being 100% right now, it is not easy. I, not going to lie, I think it was six months ago, I just moved to a new place had more expenses come up. Um, my dog was sick and I had a moment of weakness where I literally, I had a couple of clients because of the price of eggs and chicken and everything was just yeah, inflation yeah. in general. Yep. I had a couple of clients drop off and I grew, grew up where we counted every penny. So old anxieties and traumas actually had me on care.com and I was looking for a part-time job and I did it for, I was literally cleaning someone's house once a week. And then I was like, what are you doing, Brittany? Like, you know, if you put hundred percent back into coaching, it was just kind of like when you're sad, you don't yeah, you're like showing yeah. the world, your so social yeah, media is for how sure. I do it. And I just didn't want to be on, but got past that. So I just think the advice would be just, it's still going to be hard no matter what. <laughs> well, you know, that's a great point you make too, because the jobs that we try to get into and the jobs that you do now, I mean, there, there, there's not a lot of security there. And it just takes that foot on the gas pedal all the time. It could be mentally exhausting. And to take that break is tough because that's a part of your business. Yeah. You know, and then I can totally see sort of kind of falling within yourself and going, okay, the wheels are falling off the mm -hmm. wagon like this. This the it's it's raining kind of moment or the sky is falling, right? Yeah. 
And I've been really scared that once I stopped competing, I wasn't sure if I would even still have a business. Yeah. Because I was like, how is anyone going to know who I am? How am I going to get any athletes? But I think just having like trust in the process. But now I'm kind of at a transition point where I'm trying to do more media type stuff. Like I will always coach. I love it. I will always partake in like teaching strongman seminars. Mm. Like that's, that's what I love. Right. So I'll always do an aspect of that. And, you know, I just might have to become more creative as I get older for how yeah, I can still yeah. stay in. That's an exciting challenge, though. I think. Yeah, yeah, it For is. creative people, yeah, it is. Yeah. I think we can embrace that. Yeah. You know, so what's new with you? What's coming up after this weekend? Uh, what's your plans over the next few months? So the next few months, I actually have been, this whole week I've been traveling. I was in San Diego for a fitness convention with American Barbell. So I head home. And I'm not sure. I may be. I feel like I should knock on wood for this. Yes, I may be helping too. out at World's Strongest Man in Myrtle Beach oh, in April, but not sure. You were there last year, weren't you? I was not. No, because okay. I was moving. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm putting you at one of those shows. I can't remember what it was now. But. but other than that, I'll be working on the A1 digital team for the WRPF. I have the American Pro in October. Okay. And... But you know how it is. Things yeah, just get thrown. Yeah, they do. And yeah. I always say yes to if I can sure. make an opportunity work. If someone, I don't have yeah. kids. I just have a dog. Yeah. But she is my kid. But as long as I can have someone take care of her, I will go wherever I can. It, it's a it, it's a great place to be able to do that because you're again you're still growing your brand and that's yeah. awesome that you can do that. American Pro. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Oh my goodness. Virginia. Oh my God. I would love. It's a little to go later to that. this year. Yeah. I need to get way more involved in powerlifting. I'm trying. Right. Yeah. I'm breaking into everything. I was, yeah. You know, I was at the Olympia and I did that Monica Brandt show with her and some other things. Uh, so to be a part of, you know, look with my brand, I want it to be all facets as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but American Pro's on my list, by the way. I got to well, get yeah, out there. Yeah, you should come. Oh, I know, right? Oh, I'm going to yeah. interview John Hack before I get there. Yeah, and Anna's Assam here, and, so we can talk to her. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great. Well, okay. maybe I'll just make it a point to go. Yeah. I'll just ask him if I can set my podcast up. I'm and, sure you could. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing I might be able to get yeah, in there. Yeah, I think so. That's good thinking. I might do well, that. Well, let's do another one there. Yeah. Check well, it in, like, how many months is that? April, May, June, July. August, September, so six months. Oh, perfect. All right, yeah, perfect. Yeah, we'll that's perfect. I'll get the, you know how that is. I'll get the work on it now. Yeah. But thanks for joining me, Brittany. This Thank has been you, a long Joe. time coming. You know we've been trying to do this for a long time. I know, time. I know. We're but like, yeah, yeah, you, we'll me, busy in this. And I knew we catch up eventually. So. No, I'm so happy. Thank you so yeah, much, Yeah, you're Joe. welcome. And good luck to you, and I'll see you soon. Thank you. All see right. you soon. Bye.